Hippity hoppity. Uh, Hake Report Friday show, guys. And church on Sunday. Of course, we will have the fallen state as usual. And Nick Stream. Always cool. Always nice. Very cool. Nick Stream on YouTube. Looks like we're started. Looks like we're about started now, guys. Indeed. How are y'all doing? It is Friday, June 17th, 23 years to the day since Hake graduated from high school. Dang. Dang. Sorry, kids. 2022 AD, 9.01 AM U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Going to have a fun show for you guys. I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom, if you can. Um, might be having a guest. Scheduled to have a guest. But a little bit loosey-goosey here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can DM him. Go into the Twitter and then DM from my account. It's Pedro. Um, we'll be taking your calls. We'll be taking your calls. How is the audio? My audio Is my audio going? Can you hear me? Press 1 if you hear the audio. Um, I'm assuming that it's fine. Assuming that it's fine. Uh, I also want to cover Sleazy Joe, Evil Joe Biden. As you know, he's disgusting. He's the carryover from the Obama administration. Obama! No, I'm, I'm going to be 41, yeah, next month. In a month, I will be 41. I got a birthday card... Got a birthday card from my aunt <laughs> that said, um, holy moly. Didn't say moly, but it's your birthday. Oh, sorry. Sorry I'm late for your birthday. I'm like, that's okay. We're still celebrating. <laughs> what, 11 months late for my birthday? It's funny. Um, so, anyway... Sleazy Joe Biden is a carryover from Obama who flew the radical homosexual rainbow colors on the White House after he evolved. That was a quick evolval evolution. Very quick evolution. Am I right? Ridiculous. I have actual footage that I do hope to get to of that Florida so-called gay uh, kindergarten teacher whom I've covered before. He was lamenting that... He had to be arm's length from, uh, arm's length from his kindergarten kids because of Florida's so-called don't say gay bill. Barf! I have a little update on that. The article removed that arm's length language. (laughs) Pretty funny. Pretty funny because, uh, you're a kindergarten teacher. You should be at least arm's length. (laughs) In my opinion. In fact, you should not even be, uh, you should not even be a kindergarten teacher, in all honesty. As a openly radical homosexual, uh, kindergarten teacher? No. Not a good thing. So I'm gonna play that clip for you. An evil Joe smearing the, um, smearing the whites and smearing the Christians. It's pretty disgusting. All that and your calls and I think I will be having a guest 
But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! talking about a lot of mess, including I will be having a guest, I think, talking about Christianity and race. Very cool. A guest from The Crucible. Nice. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. guys doing I am fine hope you all are well um I am wearing my woven hand t-shirt it is not a hake t-shirt it's not a JLP t-shirt it's not bond should I disavow woven hand too <laughs> um no I don't disavow woven hand they're a Christian band or a Christian guy and um Shout out to Woven Hand. That's David Eugene Edwards, I believe. The same guy from 16 Horsepower, whom I have played. I think I played 16 Horsepower during White History Month last year. Christian sort of band. There's a little bit of cussing in there, but uh, son of a fire and brimstone sort of a wandering preacher. Very cool. And I think that that's Joan of Arc. I could be mistaken. Looks like a woman to me. So, see? Hake. Hake, very, very kind. I will be reading your super chats and all that mess. Um, I will. But, you know what? First, before I get to my guest, whom I think will be joining me soon, let me quickly get to a call, guys. You know? Uh, Russ in Hampton, Virginia is on the line. How are you doing, Russ? What's up? Hey, how you doing, uh, Doing fine, thank you. Yeah, I just called because I wanted to say that because of your program and Jesse's program, that motivated me to do things that I wanted to do, but I was kind of slacking on. And I think, I don't, well, I don't know if you remember or not, I'm a music guy. So, you know, I always wanted to, like, write my own music and record my own music. But I also wanted to record other people's stuff and help them, you know, in that regard. And I had deep down inside of me a desire to have my... Because my main instrument is bass guitar. And I always wanted to have a signature bass. And I took from the things... It wasn't mostly you, it was mostly Jesse. And <laughs> I right. took that as a motivation because he would always talk about black people don't do this, black people don't do that, black people this, black people that. And I was like, no, no. I want to have a single base, I want to have a single base. Now, I'm not doing this to like put it out there for sale for other people. It's just something I want, you know, to a certain extent, 
um, in the past, I said I want to have the base collection. I did that. Nice. Ten up. They're great. I'm going to buy some more. But I wanted my own signature base. And I'm in the process now of, you know, I have to design it. I mean, the shape of the base is pretty, you know, normal. It's the shape of a regular base. So you're starting your own business. Say what? You're starting your own business? No, no. This is just for my personal personal collection. Nice. It's just for me. So it's a bass guitar. It's a bass guitar. Yes, sir. Okay. It's a bass guitar, and I'm going to build and that's it. Because, and that's I'm, because Jesse said that blacks don't build? No, in America? It, it wasn't specifically he, that he said that they don't build, but he talked negatively about black people and what they do and stuff like that. And that's what motivated me to say, no. Okay. No. All right. You well, know, right on, the desire man. Is, the desire is just because I love music. But, yeah. you know, I have, like, my brother's an artist, so he had designed an emblem, like, for the family that I'm not going to say what it is because that'll give away, like, my name, and I want to do that. So there's a, there is a family symbol that we have that has been designed, and I'm going to get that inlaid in the guitar, and then I'm going to come up with the color scheme and all that kind of stuff, and then I'm going to buy a bass guitar kit. Okay, man. I have to put it together, and then I can get it painted the way I want to. I can get the inlay in it the way I want to. Nice, man. It's going to have my Russ, name on it and everything. This sounds cute. Living your life. I I, I respect <laughs> I respect a hobby. But don't say cute. But don't say cute, though, man. I mean, don't you're calling cute. into my show telling me cute details. It's cute. <laughs> no, it, no, it's not cute. It's not cute. It's Come cute. on, Greg. Come on, though. Uh, well, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it, Russ. Yeah. As um, a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, one of the things that I aspire to do is to write some some original music. Oh, cool. To send to you and Jesse. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Russ. I appreciate it, man. I got to keep on moving. I got to get to my guest. But I appreciate you calling I, I, I in and let me know. I understand. And, and, and thank you for taking my call, man. Yeah, thank and you. And I wish the best for you. All right. And happy early White History Month to you. Yeah, don't see. There you go, ruining everything. No, <laughs> All right. No, Bye, man. No. Take care. All right. All right. Um, I will be getting to more of your calls, guys, but I actually have a guest with me, and I've been a guest on his show, and this is Pedro from The Crucible, the excellent Crucible. I've been on their channel talking about... Uh, The Crucible with Andrew and Pedro talking about rap culture. You know, I said, can't be having this break out the champagne glasses and and blipping condoms. That's not good. And I also debated uh, against Vosh most recently about sexual morality. I say there's no sexual morality. There's sexual immorality because morality is not sexual, and uh, other very interesting discussions. So, thank you to The Crucible, thank you to uh, Pedro, and thank you to Andrew. And uh, Pedro, how are you doing, man? I'm good, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Am I coming in too loud? Just let me know. Uh, I can turn it down. I have the gain right here, but I appreciate you having me on the show, sir. Seems fine. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. We've been, we've been trying to make work this out for so long. 
And yeah. um, I, pre- I really appreciate it. I, I, whenever somebody comes on our show, we think it's to do them the courtesy. If they ever invite us, we need to be able to make time to come on theirs. I'm just sorry that I haven't been able to come on to it sooner. Obviously, I'm a working man, so nice. and I have I'm I'm very newly married, so I have a life that I'm, you know, putting, keeping, maintaining and nice. making better right now. Well, congratulations to you, man. Thank um, you, sir. What what time zone are you in without doxing yourself? Pacific Standard Time. Okay, nice. I'm in Pacific Daylight Time. <laughs> okay, so how many hours? Are, what, what, is that, what does that translate to? I think that uh, translates, it's, it's 9.13 a.m. for both of us. Okay, <laughs> oh, so it's for both of us. We're good. Yeah. So uh, tell the people about yourself, and then we'll get into this Christianity and race thing, and anybody, anything else that you would like to talk about. Um, can, you, oh, can, for, you stay sure. through the, can you stay till the top of the hour, until, uh, until 10 at least? Oh, for sure. Yes. All right. I think 10, 10 would be perfect. Nice. Um, so my name is Pedro, ladies and gentlemen. I am first and foremost, but for, for anything, a Christian. Um, a Christian, his job, his, in my case, is to go out and make disciples of the nation by simply spreading the gospel, which is this. The triune God of the Bible, via the sovereign decree of the Father, has made himself known and is making himself known through this demonstration of his justice and his grace. His justice will be made upon no, may be made known by the, on those who were made and predestined before all creation as vessels of wrath. And those for grace were also predestined for, um, to receive his grace through the completion of the incarnation of the son. That's Jesus Christ. And all of this is made uh, possible through the power and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So mainly that's my task of spreading that gospel message. Does that mean uh, I care about your race at all? Well, um, I don't know what Hake's fans or Jesse's fans on here think, but no, I do not care about your, your race at all. In the eyes of our creator, the only genetic distinction that may determine anything, how you operate in the church, is your sex. Other than that, everything else is out the window. Um, I think uh, what I really came here to do is to kind of connect with Hake here, have a conversation about what he thinks race and what what part it should play in the church should it have, if any? I want to see what that looks like and how do we accomplish that. So uh, thank, thank, you, thank you again for Hake having me on. I'm very looking forward to this conversation. Nice, man. Are, do you happen to be streaming right now as well? Do you need me to cover up? If you happen to be streaming on Twitch, oh, you no, want not me at to all. cover up my beautiful rebel flag here. No, to, no, I'm not, I'm not streaming. Okay, nice. Um, are you in your 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s or what? I'm 29. Nice, man. Yeah. Um, and were you raised this type of? Uh, is it reformed Christian? Are you? Were you raised this type of Christian that you are today? No, I wasn't. I actually uh, grew up going into a Church of Christ church. It was not. It's re- it's really non-denominational. Okay. It's only until I was about, I think, I would say, 23. I got saved at 22, but 23 when I actually made the decision to actually know what I believe and get a more informed position about it. And uh, 
naturally I came upon people like uh, James White. I also learned from Armenians such as uh, Dr. Michael Brown. And uh, what happened there was I wanted to be able to come into this arena and defend my faith in a knowledgeable manner. And these gentlemen, through their demonstrations of being, not to say, obviously, Michael Brown is not um, reformed. He's Arminian, but I, I wouldn't even call him Arminian because how tightly he holds to the scriptures. The man is very sound in his theology. He's just inconsistent in, I think, the sot soteriological part of it, which is the process of uh, how which someone is saved. But okay. yeah, that's that's what brought me on being reformed. I want to be able to defend God's word and the gospel message in in the world. Are, um, you're a black Hispanic. Is that true? Is that accurate? Uh, I'm really all over the place. I took a 23andMe, sir, and Ooh. I found German in my blood. I found um, some, yes, Spanish, African. Uh, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. So okay. if you were to ask yourself, what does the island of Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico look like and put it on a map in terms of all the different ethnicities, you'd pretty much be hitting a shotgun. So it's it's all over the place. It makes no sense. <laughs> but you were, were you born and raised in... Uh... California yeah, was, area or yeah I was uh actually born in the south Mississippi okay nice man yeah. yeah so um I was raised Christian and going to church and it's interesting you were raised going to church but you consider yourself to have been saved at 22 yeah I think uh yeah I think really 22 because um my grandma would wake me up put us all, get me dressed put us all in the car we'd go the church and if I wasn't falling asleep in the pews, if I remember correctly, <laughs> I was like playing in another four-year area with all the other kids who weren't really paying attention to the sermon. Nice. Until one of the one of the men of the congregation would bring us back in and sit us up right at the front. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so you reacted. I forget which debate on the crucible it was that you started <laughs> to react to me and question me on. Um, on how much I talk about race, whites, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, and all that stuff. I've modded a, a lot of debates, yeah. and I've seen you. I've seen you in a lot of debates, so I cannot say I remember. But right. I, I do, I do think. And uh, don't worry, we can talk about this, so I won't label with you, label you with it. But I think that when I hear you. And I actually put to task the logical line of how you would go about proselytizing to someone, telling them the truth. If they did come into the church, you would probably, in, in, in your vision, and this is once again my opinion, be dividing the church on how it's structured on the basis of race. Interesting. I don't know if I would do that necessarily. I would... Um divide up nations probably on the basis of race or allow nations okay. to divide themselves on the basis of race you know like america was founded by you know whites for themselves and their posterity and yeah mm -hmm. they had the they had some of the black slaves here and i know that they probably had some hispanics and things it was but it wasn't near the forced diversity that we've brought on ourselves today and I notice mm -hmm. that there's a lot of hatred towards white people in brainwashing, basically, in the so-called Western culture in America and all, and all these 
once white countries, once white and once Christian countries. As we mm-hmm. get less Christian, we get less white, and we get more uh, so-called tolerant of everybody except for the whites and the men and the Christians. And I don't know if you've noticed that. Uh, well, I, I've I've uh, I've very much noticed it. I I, w- I would say. I've heard you have this discussion many times with different people. And in order to move it forward, I want to just grant everything you're saying so that we don't have to rehash everything. Like you probably do a lot on the show. So what if we granted everything you said, right? Yeah. And we say, Hey, you have the ability to form a plan in order to divide the nations upon the basis of race. Hey, uh-huh. right now right even in this in this hypothetical yeah can you tell us how you would do that no i couldn't tell you how i would do that because i'm a talk show host i talk about you know what's going on in reality today uh-huh. and i think that it's kind of like when jesse lee peterson on whose network i'm on i i stream um mentioned that it was one of the greatest mistakes was allowing women the opportunity to vote. He never said, we need to take back away the right of the women to vote. He said that it was a mistake to do it. Mm-hmm. So I agree it was a mistake to allow all this diversity forced onto our country. And okay. the more we put out the truth, the more... Because I'm not God, and I'm not the boss of the world, uh-huh. and I'm not running to be the boss of the, boss of the world, uh-huh. but... Um, as I'm glad that you said that. As we I'm put up, as we put the truth out there, then and acknowledge it and not deny it, and shine a light on it and let the evil overreact to us, you know, then um, then God kind of brings about the solution for all for all of us. So I I would say I would leave it up to God how um, the direction of the country and the uh, and the the dividing and separating of peoples. You know, God separated people too, which no, is really yeah. a side note, but yeah. No, no, I, I, I understand. Um, you're, probably, you're probably referencing Genesis, I think, yeah, Babylon 50. Or the Tower, Babylon. Of, ba- Tower of Babel anyway. Yeah, I don't know if that has yeah, to do yeah. with Babylon. <laughs> and if you, let, let's actually go into God's word and, and, and trying to figure this out. In Babylon, during that passage, there is a distinct uh, word from God that comes where he says, together, these people are capable of anything, right? Uh-huh. They're unified. And what they were doing was idolizing themselves and their ingenuity yep. rather than giving the glory that was deserved to God to God, right? So they're, they're, doing, they're in the midst of idol worship. Just like what's so, happening so today. What, yeah, so what happens is in, the that, one in, that, in that story is this. We have God go down amongst them and create confusion in the form of different languages, different, uh, uh, you would say different races, and they all split up away from each other. So what do you see there? You see a people who at one time were united and acknowledged by God are capable of of absolutely anything they each, if they are together, if they put their mind to, they're capable of something. But upon division, guess what we get? War. Uh, uh, desolation. The state we're in right now. 
right? And what was the singular cause for why they were divided? It was because they glorified themselves rather than they glorified God. So what could be the unifying factor in this? And I think the answer lies not in arguing about our race, not in arguing about anything genetic, actually. I don't care about any of your genetics at all, (laughs) but it lies in Ephesians chapter 2. Do you have your Bible with you by any chance? Nope. Okay. Can I just read it to you? Yeah. Okay. For any listeners out there, uh, if you turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2, we're going to start at verse 11, and we're going to talk about being one in Christ. And here's what the passage reads. Therefore, remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcised by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants prominence, having no hope and without God in the world. But listen closely, ladies and gentlemen here, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ for he himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of the commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two. So making peace, shalom, <laughs> and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. Nice. Yeah. So, so so let's 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 walk through this all slowly. Hake, we asked you, we gave you everything, and we said, what's your plan in order to divide the races in the nations? How do we separate them? And you gave the honest answer, which I appreciate, which is we don't have a plan for this. And I and, and in my head, and probably mean? in some of the audience's head, if if you don't have a plan for something, let's be logical, let's throw it out. It's it, it's it's nothing but trouble. It, it's not going to do anything but call cause and rebuild that wall of hostility that Christ once destroyed amongst each other. So hold on. What is what, what is the real what key here? Throw the what key? out? Huh? When you said when I don't if I don't have a plan, throw it out. Throw what out? The idea, the the want the the impulse the propagate the the promotion of that we need to divide our nations or any other nations need to divide their nation on the basis of any kind of genetic factor how about uniting how about the notion that we need to falsely artificially unite on genetic factors because that's what this forced diversity thing is doing it's, well, it's just like well, what you described. Well, diversity, well, me, the, when you hear the word diversity today, yeah. it is absent and hollow exactly. of what I've just been preaching to hear I the know. whole time. Yeah, it's because the false if imitation I have to tell of that. You, if, you say, if you gave me everything on my side, Hake, yeah. if you said, Pedro, what, okay, Pedro, what's your plan for all this turmoil in our country right now? Just America, right? Okay. Pedro, what do you want What's the process that we each and every individual 
listening to this right now, what's the plan that we need to go about in order to actually solve the issue? And what's your and plan? I, my answer is this. You need to, A, number one, be congruent with the word of God, pursuing his word. If you have a vertical relationship with the triune God of the Bible, right? A personal relationship with him where you're trying to say, hey, Ephesians chapter two makes me look at everybody around me, not as aliens or strangers anymore, but brothers and sisters in Christ. And how do I treat my brother? Only and if they are actual brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm sorry? Only if they are actual brothers and sisters in Christ. There are many brothers and sisters in Satan among you, around us, all around well, us. How are, well, I was once, well, well, I was once an enemy of God, Hake. Right. Remember? Yep. I, to I told you that, yes, while I went to church because of my grandma, I was not a Christian. Okay. And I can tell you all the debaucherous stuff that I got down. No, 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 no was, need for that. Yeah. We, no, no I interrupted need, your plan. You you said you reunite That's, with God and yes. What was a his, number one? Okay. Number two. Number two. Plan. Point of contact. Number two. If you are a Christian hearing this broadcast right now, please take my words seriously. The educational system of the public is not for you or your child. Nice. You need to homeschool and pull them out. I know. I know that's not as easy said than actually acted out, but let me tell you this right now. There are many people in your neighborhood, in your congregation, if you are in a church right now today, who are already homeschooling, already have a system that if you, the individual listening to this right now, were to say, I need help, I don't want my child subjected yeah. brainwash or interacting with any of this satanic uh um I, it's a satanic theology i'm yeah. gonna call it what it is it's a satanic theology i don't want them subjected to that yeah what can you say then nice hey what i'm asking you hey what can you say we need to stop giving our children over to them Number two, or number three, sorry. Uh -huh. Number three, here's what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. This is a last man standing game. Because why? We have individuals who want to inject themselves with uh, questionable chem chemicals that sterilize themselves. We have the, their women on that side in the streets celebrating taking um, you know, birth control, slaughtering children, by the millions each year on their side, guess what? We, while I am against abortion and I think we should legislate against it and, and you know instill God's word here, we also are not going to be able to stop them. If they're, if they're going to kill the child and their, their mind is bent on that, they're going to do it. All we can do is try our best. And that means on our side, what do we all, all need to do? As their numbers decrease, we just need to increase our numbers. We need to what? Hey, stay uh, in the place where we are constantly having children. Nice. And, and, and finally, it's step number four. This notion that the church 
has nothing to do with politics <laughs> or the law in your land is a bold-faced lie from the devil himself. It's a lie. I'm sorry. It, it, we here are to make disciples of the nations, right? What does that mean? The church is a institution that is supposed to be constantly ministering to you the word of God, and therefore it will be shaping your morals. Those morals will be stored in people, the people listening to it, right? Those people operate in your society every day, and they will be in the offices of your workplace, your uh, household, and your government. So naturally, if you have a people who are, like I said, at the very first step one, having a direct relationship with God through his word, constantly part of the church, constantly seeking to be doing what he wants in your life, guess what? Your laws will then produce those which are congruent with God's word, and you won't have abortion. These are simple, easy steps. I've said nothing crazy. Right. That's all you have to do. I That's like my it. plan. I like That's that plan. plan. Your plan yeah. doesn't sound much different, although it is more specific and, and laid out than my plan, actually. Because I did, you said that I don't have a plan, and I said that I don't have a plan, but I did mention telling the truth and let God's will be done. Because, a amen. As, yeah. Amen, Hake. And um, Hake, I'm yeah. not here to fight with you. No, I I'm know here that. to pull you. I'm here to pull you. I'm here to pull you away from this whole race conversation thing and say this: <laughs> your message would be way more effective if you abandoned race entirely and just kept to God's word. I appreciate that. Um, very nice, man. I agree. Yeah. We should get the take take over the schools, um, or get them out of the schools. Yeah, and just we leave should, the school. Let the in, let it die in the desert like the dead body it is. That'd be nice. Because Oppose abortion yeah. and have the uh, have the children that we can. Yep. Don't be do it. Don't be all into this selfishness and career for the women and um, and what else? Birth control, family planning, and all that stuff. I agree with all that. Um, get rid of the pornography. Um, and I agree yep. with. Uh, the fourth one you said was, what was the fourth one you said? Abandon the idea that the church is oh, yeah. separated from the state. Religion, politics, and, and religion go together. To do with politics. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Yes. Yeah, the, the, there is no this separation of church and state. That was just a Thomas Jefferson line in a in a letter. It's not even constitutional. I don't. Yeah, I don't even think Thomas Jefferson if he was sitting here with amongst us today, would say that's what he meant. Right. I agree with that. But, you know, yeah. I bring up race uh, to point out that there's a lack of love in the world. Really, that my message with this beautiful rebel flag is we should be loving the South and loving the, the people who get falsely smeared as so-called racists. And mm -hmm. even love the the misguided people who are falling for the false Black Lives Matter narratives and all that stuff. Because if we don't tell the truth to the, uh, against the lie, then they're going to stay in darkness. I don't know if you grew up in amongst blacks, but they're, as JLP has pointed out, they're in like a desert, a vacuum 
of no truth. Their, their homes have generations of generations of brainwashed people who believe in this racism thing. Their churches are that way. Their media is that way. And then when they hear the truth, they, it, se- it sounds like a lie to them. And same thing is happening to all the rest of the races, too, in the ethnicities. Um, I grew up amongst Hispanics and Asians, and a lot of them fell for the racism thing. And, you know, they're, they're liberals. And these are, like, nice, decent people who, whom I grew up around, oftentimes from, like, families, some of them even purportedly Christians, but they um, still have this... this anti-white, anti-truth, um, anti-man thing has gotten in. You'll notice that the culture has become very anti-men. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, I've, I've noticed this. And where you, I think, would source it on the basis of some kind of race ideology thing, I source it as the further a nation gets away from adhering to God's word, its people will admittedly just commit to, it's like a a pit of vipers mixed with piranhas. They will just poison and eat each other. That that's how I see that, how, where I see that coming from. I think the source is the Bible, but Hey, do you not think the solution to the problem would more likely be this? You kept referencing people as black, Hispanic, or Asian, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I'm trying to get you to reference everybody as an image bearer of God, period. Stop, like, just stop right there. Do you think if we kept looking at each other in these different uh, color skin tones, genetics, do you think it'll get better? Yeah, because it, it's it's not a matter of the of the physical traits it's a matter of the heart so acknowledging the differences and pointing out the fact that satan plays on the minds of the different races uh to be suspicious of one another i don't think that that's a bad thing just to 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 point out the fact that the different uh races and ethnicities and all and cultures are are different and have different strengths and weaknesses um but, bro- but, brother, hear, hear me when I say this. You recognize it as a trick of the devil, this turmoil amongst the races, yeah. right? But you heard me read Ephesians chapter 2, 11 through 16. You see that there was no mention of some kind of division amongst your, your, skin, to- your skin color or anything like that. Right. That we're supposed to be one body. Right, because that's, the, that's, so, that's Christianity, but, but we have an anti-Christian world, and whites, I believe, are hated because they're the most Christian and, and decent, and they're the ones who are, like, standing in the way of this false imitation of what you described from Ephesians. Like you pointed out, the uh, diversity thing is devoid of God, and this diversity thing is meant to attack the whites, the men, the Christians, who stand, and the sensible people who stand in the way of their one world type of mindset. They think that they are, they worship themselves and they want us to be United Nations, European Union, uh, Great Reset. Um, uh, Like Biden has this unity agenda 
that he was bragging about with his LGBT sign signature thing that took place yesterday. He signed to this LGBT uh, bill or executive order. Oh, yeah, order. I'm against that, for, and he's, for sure. And he said, oh, I laid out this unity agenda in my uh, State of the Union address or whatever, and that's false unity. So we have Satan people wanting, wanting to pretend that they're about unity, but that's not what I'm for. I'm for division okay. against the, the evil people. Okay, so you're, you're for division and they're for unity. Yeah. Is it possible, Hake? Is it possible at all that you've fallen into a false dialectic where you know that we're supposed to be unifying under Christ, right? But you see the non-believer unifying under things like sex, not actual like genetic sex, but sex, having sex, mm -hmm. any kind of debaucherous thing. You say, you see them unifying under that. And then you say, oh, it's called a unity agenda. Yeah. And then you say, I don't want the unity agenda. And then your mind automatically clicks to the division agenda. Is that possible? Uh, it might be possible, but I don't think that's what's going on because you may be, you may be taking what I say as, as, and jumping to a conclusion about it that I'm not intending. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to do that. What is it good for all people from every tribe, tongue, and nation, like it describes in the book of Revelation, I think chapter nine, where Christ is actually taking people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. I think that's the quotation. I'm sorry if I misquoted exactly. Would it be better to unify under Christ, right? While we can label what they are unifying under as satanic? Yeah, no, that's that's quite possible. Yeah, there's a for every for every real thing from God. There's mm -hmm. a fake imitation uh, among most of us that we have a false beautiful. idea of love. Be beautiful. Then let unity. me put this round in your chamber, Hake. You always talk about how do we defeat the lie by telling the truth, right? Yeah. The truth is in God's word. God's word says the church is made up of people from every tribe, tongue, and nation unifying under what christ has done for us the messiah jesus christ so yeah, but we fight the we fight the lie of the unification under the devil with the unification under christ what if that's your real bullet you need to put in the gun that's the real truth that would be great but you'll notice that all a bunch of these poc churches are they they fall for the sjw stuff so we we have to be watching out and they fall for the you know the imaginary racism thing and you know, it's and that and that's so, the beautiful thing about our country. We have the public square where we can constantly do things like James White, Jeff Durbin, uh, Michael uh, Michael Brown, many other great theologians have stepped into the public square, the public arena, and thrown down the gauntlet of theological debate, and we battle over who is actually telling the truth from God's word and who is congruent with that word. I think that's how we do that, not by injecting this thing of we need to take into the factor of genetics. No one cares about your genetics. 
forget oh, yeah, genetic. <laughs> we have no plan in order to divide the nations on the basis of genetics. That's never going to work, right? It's never going to work. We're not going to be effective politically by telling people that, um, you know, because of his skin color and his skin color, this guy is better than that guy. You will get nowhere. But that's not what we're saying, though. We're saying love white people. Don't hate them. What if you say love the image bearer of God, love all people? Um, you can say that, but it hurts more to say love white people because white people are the ones who are, who are most openly hated right now. Okay, I love, I love what you call white people, nice. and I love what you call black people. Right on. But I see when you make those two distinctions, yeah, you are pitting them into a versus match against each other. No, I'm not. Because there is no there <laughs> there is no time period in all of human history where ever since these constructs have been made that there has been a positive outcome of it. I don't know if that's true or not. When has it when has there ever I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. If you don't know a positive outcome <laughs> from dividing people on the basis of race, but we can look throughout time and show the insanity and the absolute chaos of dividing them on the basis of race and skin color, then can we just abandon the idea? I don't know if there was insanity and chaos dividing what's happening right now. Right now, there's this false unity on the basis of skin color, and that's what's the insanity and chaos. Is it possible? Is it possible at all, at all, that since these people view each other as you're black and I'm white, uh -huh. that that has created enough battleground for blood to be shed? Is no. it possible? No, it's the evil of the heart that allows for the blood to be shed. Because you'll notice, like, like everybody points out, uh, blacks are killing blacks more than they're killing whites. They are killing whites, but they're killing blacks more. And so okay. there's all these people who think, oh, you're my brother. Uh, no, they're not brothers. They kill one another. And so, and they kill everybody else too. And, yes, that's the false unity. Right. So, um, Which we can battle with the correct unity under Christ. Correct? Yeah, right. We, so, so, hey, yeah. I, I'm seeing that you do not want to abandon this whole basis for race, right? Well, it's not a basis. It's just a, it's just a reality that we're living in. We live in the world, it, and well, we can well, acknowledge black, there's okay. blacks, there's whites, there's Hispanics, and whites okay. people, white people you, tend to act this way. And uh, uh, You yeah. call it a reality uh -huh. as if it's objective, right? It's, yeah. Okay. Do you remember the wars amongst the french and the british i i've heard i've heard that there were some i think okay in any of the documentation throughout that time period right do you see any of them calling themselves white or do you just see them calling each other i'm french you're british we're in the middle of a war i don't really care about your genetics i got to kill you I th but that's a totally separate situation. But you're right, I think. Oh, okay, then then let's think about it I this mean, way. The, but, if, but you're just you're, you're making if, my point. If, if, well, I, I, I hear evil you. of the heart. I hear you. But watch yeah. this. Watch this. 
Although if French, race, I don't know if they're real white. If if race yeah. was ever a unifying factor, a cultural glue that would unify nations amongst each other, why do we never see thousands of years of peace in Europe? Why do we always look back and if we can track it really whether it's on the small scale of a skirmish or the, to the scale of a full-blown war amongst nations, tribes, and villages, why do we always see it happen? Well, because you're comparing evil people to evil people. People are never going to not be evil. That doesn't mean you oh. just allow all this diversity thing to overrun us. No, no, uh, I, and I don't I, think that you're for this. You're not for this diversity thing, are you? No. Nice. I'm, I'm up for unity in Christ. You know, we have 10 minutes, and I agree with you. Uh, yeah. I got to read a super chat for you. I'll go for and it. And I have a call for you. You open to call, taking calls? Oh, yes, yes, sir. Okay. Brandon M. on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at The Hake Report. The Crucible is also on Odyssey, by the way, guys. Yes, sir. Um, Brandon M. says, this guy's whole John Lennon imagine view on race and gender. Imagine is a song. Um, only Imagine? gets, yeah, you ever heard of the song Imagine by John Lennon? Imagine no religion, no nations, no walls, no USA at all. Oh, a, yes, I know. Okay, yes. I'm yeah, on track. I'm is, on board. Is a communist type of atheist worldview. Um, it only gets us back to where we are now. People are different. Not everyone wants to live or belong in perfect harmony, Brandon M. says. All right, my response to that would be you do not want to live in perfect harmony. So okay. you would be rejecting Ephesians chapter 2, 11 through 16, what I read. Because if you're one in Christ, you will have harmony with one another regardless of your genetics. Right. That's why all the so-called white supremacists who have any sense, they love Jesse Lee Peterson, even though he's black, because in reality, normal people care about the heart. Uh, evil people care about the evil person having an evil heart that agrees with them, though. And then people who are for what's right uh, care about the heart being for what's right in, in anybody. Um, okay. Brandon M. with another super chat says, that guy's point about England versus France is moot. The same could be applied to Africa or East Asia. 99% of the commoners never saw another race in their lives. Amen. I mean, if we look into the continent of Africa, we can do that too. Yeah. There was no unity. These people are killing each other. Every nation, before they interact, we have the, the Japanese versus the Chinese. Yeah. Right? We have every nation, anything you can think of, even today right now, right? If you want to get the best look on how our race is supposed to unify each other, the best absolute look that's constantly going down today is North and South Korea. These oh, people, yeah, terrible. The, these people are exactly the same, but if you go to the DMZ line, they are pointing guns at each other's face right now. Yeah, and those Why are aren't Asians. they unified? These are, these are the exact genetic these are these are pretty much genetic copies of each other why why is this turmoil going on hmm could it be that genetics are not the problem and could it actually be culture is the problem 
Right, but genetics exact. I mean, the the people, like I pointed out, it exacerbates the problem when you when you push people together. Um, and I'm saying it exacerbates the problem when you are trying to unify under something that's satanic and right. then to destroy God's creation and not unify under something like God's word, yeah. which holds the ultimate plan, which gives you your ultimate savior, Jesus Christ, which overrides any other genetic factor you could possibly imagine and creates the perfect harmony, breaks down both the bodies and combines all the people into one. Let me get to a call. Anna, Anna in Missouri is on the line and wants to talk with you, Pedro. Anna in Missouri, thanks for calling. How are you doing? Anna, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a boomer. I'm a boomer. Anna in no Missouri, <laughs> thank you for holding your on with Pedro. Hi, James and Pedro. Thank you for taking my call. How are you guys doing? Fine, thank you. Good, ma'am. How are you today? All is well. Hi, Pedro. I have a question you're from, for you're, you. You're from Missouri? She's calling from yeah. Missouri. Is that yeah. muggy? <laughs> I rem see, I remember the South being very humid, and I said, I'm never living in this place again. Okay. <laughs> I know. Oh, my I bad. I, was I don't just like trying to make light conversation, but go for it. You California. Can shoot your question. My bad. <laughs> um, my question for you is: If God allows evil to exist, why mm -hmm. do you think that you can't? Um, go, Why do you think you I don't allow I don't understand the question? Maybe if God allows evil to exist, why do you think that you can't allow cannot evil to exist? Allow that. Yes, yes. Oh, because um, that is directly in uh, Corinth. Uh, let me bring it up. It's in Corinthians. Um, our job as disciples is to go out it's and destroy hard. every claim of knowledge that would be contradictory of that to God. Why do we do this? In order so that we no, can no, have that wall of hostility that Ephesians chapter 2 was talking about totally obliterated. So we're all operating on these evil ideas that do nothing but separate us and kill us. It's like drinking poison and expecting something good to happen. So I can't in my heart, as a image bearer of God, one who has recognized that I have the responsibility of going out and preaching God's word to extend that hand of grace to God's enemy in the form of the gospel completed by Jesus Christ. I cannot just sit here and watch you drink the poison. I have to let you, I have to slap it out of your hand. And um, evil, I would say, doesn't just arbitrarily exists it exists for the purpose of god demonstrating his justice and that'd be my answer well um isn't it maybe like this that uh you find the evil that that you battle not without you outside of you but more so within you isn't that what you go have to address first in order to be Right. Make sure that you are right in the light of God. Oh, amen. Yeah, I, I would definitely say there was a period before I was like out, 
you know, proselytizing. I was doing, I was asking myself a lot of questions. I was definitely taking inventory on my, you know, on my moral compass and just getting things right and making sure that I, I know and I understand what I believe so that I can defend the faith that is within me. I didn't wait so long until it's perfect. I've surely made mistakes out there. I've been caught without an answer. And uh, I, I, I didn't wait until I was absolutely perfect. I, um, so I would say I've, I've done that and made mistakes there. But I would say simply, there is a drive an absolute draw within me to say, call her. What's your name again, caller? Anna. Anna. Anna, I love you, right? I think, and I'm not saying you're not saved. Anna, I love you. I want us both in the presence of God in heaven one day. Now, it's all going to be up on his, up on, by his hand of grace on how that operates. But for right now, before you, all I can do is what he commanded me, which is to give you the gospel, which well, that's what uh, I put my hope in the Savior. And God did, God did make rules perfectly, correct? God is perfect, correct? Yes. Do you, would you agree? Well, and uh, why would you have to add to God's rules? Why, why would you have to add on to God's rules and tell James, as an example, he should not allow, he should not address race? Or in speaking about race, I think we should be able to allow, uh, we should be able to talk about all things that God created, and God created uh, race as well, you know, so it is not really a subject. What is pinning anyone against anyone else is not talking about it. Okay. What is pinning anyone against anyone else is the hate within ourselves. Yeah. So if we have hate within ourselves and we talk about things, then we put the hate out in the world. But if we are talking about things like children, an example, you know, who have no hate in their heart yet, they will point out really blank, blank to you, hey, you are white, how weird. Uh, why are you looking like this? You know, and they are talking about it without hate and it's just fine. So the problem is not the race. It's not the color. It's not the truck uh, addiction. It's not uh, whatever, you know, in this world. The problem is the hate with what we are speaking with. Yeah, I think, but, yeah. Oh, you know oh, what? You go, here. You she, go first, Hank. She mentioned the problem is um, not talking about it, meaning it's not the problem of talking about it. And, it. and I would add that part of the problem has been whites whites especially, reluctance to talk about it, because whites have been browbeaten into being, imagining that it's racist to just tell the truth about how they see the world, when everybody else is able to speak quite frankly and lie about it. Whites may as well tell the truth about how they see it. I think if I had to respond in the shortest manner, I think I've been represented, misrepresented. Nowhere during this uh, entire interaction have I added anything to God's word. I've only been letting the text preach for itself. Uh, secondly, no one's saying that race cannot be talked about, right? What we're saying distinctively on this side is this. Race has no air to breathe in this conversation 
when we're talking about unifying our nation under a distinct culture, which is derived from God's word. Race can be talked about, but it has no, it's so insignificant, right? That to talk about it all day and say that this is the linchpin upon which the cultural glue on our nation is supposed to be founded, but that's not what absolutely I said no sense and is contradictory. But that's not what we said but either. That is the same, but that is the same as saying we cannot talk about uh, evil. You know, we cannot talk about evil, and we have to talk about evil. No, We're, we have to, to talk to about evil. But it. you talk about, but you talk about evil, and you address it with the subject of race as if it will solve the problem of evil. This is a false. This is a false lie. The thing but not only, that solves evil in this world is contained within God's word, which explicitly stated is the gospel message of Jesus Christ. You see, if you my really, message if you really is far more powerful it. because it's derived from the creator of every aspect of our reality. He has given me the if answer to really, say, this is what you're to unify yourself under. Whereas okay. you have pointed out something that basically throughout all the history of man, no one really cared about. No one cared <laughs> you know, that you, you were white, whether or not you, you would keep your land or I would pillage your land or not. If you were weak you or you were strong, I was going to take your land away from you. I was going to enslave your people. I was going to commit genocide, this, that, and the third. Your race does not matter but the Only race now but the whites are being targeted you know for that pillaging right now and i know we've taken you over a, time you man have fallen into a false yeah. dialectic of saying hey they keep pointing out my race very well i need to point back at their race right it makes no sense we're past you the have top of the hour from man god's word right do you have to go do you have to get out of here uh pedro no, no, I'm solid. I'm okay. I'm good for another 10 minutes. Oh, cool. Last word, Anna. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say, Pedro, if you noticed, uh, maybe you did notice, but so awareness is, is the key word for all of us, right? If you noticed, I did not talk about race. I did not bring up race in that matter, but that it is the only thing that is important here or the only thing we have to talk about. I don't think James brings up race as the only thing we have to talk about. James, when I watch his show, he talks quite uh, diverse. If you want to see, uh, uh, if you want to use that um, <laughs> popular word right now, you know, he's talking about race. He's talking about females, males. He's talking about ages. He's talking about all kinds of things. Uh, it's not about race all by itself, just like you said. It is very insignificant. The only one who is bringing it up that importantly is you right now. You are saying, we can talk about race, uh, but why not? God created race. Why can we not talk about race? We should be able to talk about race openly. We should be talking about all of our problems. I can tell you why now. Yeah, go ahead. You want me to tell you why? Yeah. Because it's burning your country yeah. down to the ground. Talking about race right? is burning. But whites have been not talking about race. That's why the country is being allowed to burn. Okay, cool. 
then talk about race to the point where we give you everything, absolutely everything. What do you want to do with this whole race situation? Uh, then it would then it would solve itself it. because we'd be telling the truth finally. It'll solve itself. How will it solve itself? By doing what you and I talked about with our plan about uh, putting God back in in people. No, my hearts. plan doesn't involve race, Hank. I I talked about but, it, but there, this plan this plan that the caller but your, so your, wants is your to plan put ignoring forward, we have to talk about race is your plan race ignoring the race the, issue the subject it I has think, to be the linchpin I think right? what's no it's not a linchpin at all like you're you're putting that words into our mouths as though we're calling it a linchpin and we we've never said we've never even implied that it's a linchpin but it's okay. a factor of nations are peoples and peoples are pretty distinct. And they don't naturally uh, get along with each other, especially when Satan is in most of their hearts, which is okay. what it is. Um, What's so this, how do you get Satan out of someone's heart? Uh, by telling the it's truth. Giving. The truth of the what? I mean, you don't necessarily get Satan out of people's hearts. You just you look at yourself. I think that you're. I think that what may be going on is that you're more sensitive to this race issue. And so you're reacting to it when I bring it up. Well, well, uh, I'm sensitive to it. I'm sensitive to it, sensitive to it in this way. Yeah, we want to use race to replace the simple answer to the question I just gave you. How do you get someone's uh, Satan out of your heart? The gospel. We want to replace that answer with we need to be able to talk about race. No, see, this is you're. You're completely misunderstanding it. Okay, I think I, 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 making, I understand. I think you're I may making be it, completely misunderstanding. Yeah, you're making it. race t a taboo topic, which it, that's the problem. Is is race has been a taboo topic for whites to discuss? Okay, how about this? What if I if I had have you a noticed magic that wand, whites are scared it, to talk about race? Well, what if the whites you're talking about aren't scared to talk about race? What if they don't care about your race? No, no, no. I'm, most whites don't care about it, but they're also scared to talk about it because they'll okay, be called racist for some, which is silly. Okay, okay that's beautiful. So yeah. I had the honor of living in L.A. for a short period with my grandma when I moved to California from Mississippi. Thank you, Anna. Right? I appreciate it. Oh, sorry, uh, Anna. Thank you for... I appreciate the talk. All right. Take care. No problem. Have a nice day. Go ahead. Do you think any of the black people... We're talking about race all day. In uh, L.A.? Yeah. No, but it was, the, the blacks are the most into their race people in the country, and they're worse off for it. I, and I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. If no one was talking about race, right, do you think the situation would be better? Um, perhaps so. Because they would be because their talk about race is our lies. Lovely. Yeah. And if you think while no one is talking about race in this hypothetical, uh -huh. if no one was talking about race and we're only centered on trying to, you know, learn about God's word, who Christ is, where I stand with God and what he's done for me, if we were all having that conversation, do you think we would have more unity or or do you think we would have more false unity or more true unity um if we were only centered around talking about god all day and yeah. uh and i think that the the false unity would still creep in because okay. um because even because we always you'll notice that the christians aren't even united 
even whether it's of any race, they're not united. They're accusing each other, backbiting, gossiping, slandering, okay. accusing okay. each other of not being the real Christian and all kinds of mess. So I think okay. we would be, still be, Satan would still get in some way or another. Okay, yeah. but then can I can I ask you this question? Because sure. I'll, I'll take some of my some of my uh, opponents right now. We have Eastern Orthodox and we have Catholics, right? Yeah. Is there a rampant, you know, murder of Protestants, of Catholics and Orthodox, or or any of the groups against one another? Do you see that happening in the newspapers at all? Um, not specifically based on those things. I don't think so. Perfect. But you do see hate crimes or people call them hate crimes right you do see acts of uh violence being committed in the light of race correct race and religion yeah no no just race oh no religion too but yeah race too okay if you can acknowledge that while there is turmoil amongst me being a reformed protestant and the Eastern Orthodox and the Catholics. Yeah. If you notice that our turmoil may just be verbal, we have debates, we have disagreement, but that never brings us to blows or pulling triggers or anything like that. If you see that conflict going on in that way right there, and then you turn back to the issue of race and culture, and you see a whole bunch of people dying, being hurt physically, being taken advantage of in you know the worst possible ways, don't you, which problem would you rather have, Hake? Um, I think you're probably right that the, uh, that the nice, um, the nice disagreements would be better to do. But I will right. say the, that the, the, the worst I've seen, the, the worst act of uh, probably turmoil that I've seen happen amongst Protestants and I'll say Catholics right now is Father Stravinskis versus James White in a debate where he wanted to leave that room so bad because he didn't have an answer. But that's, that's, a, that's a whole nother subject. That's probably the worst you're going to get on conflict in, 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 that, in the realm of Christianity, period, in that, in that whole fight being blown over. Whereas if we both acknowledge that it's super bad on this other end of race, maybe we should abandon it. Or not abandon it, but put it on the level of priority it deserves, which is minuscule. Um, I don't know, man. I think that there's, uh, I think that there's a, a weakness among Christians, even if they're not killing each other. Murder is not the only evil in the world. And this nicey-nice patty cake Christianity that we have amongst um, many of the different Christians is an evil that has allowed this rampant, murder, um, and destruction of the country, and mm -hmm. abortion, and all of that to go on. Okay. So, man, right. we are, I've held you on way past. Are you doing okay on time, or do you need to get going? Uh, I mean, I'm having, I'm having a very good time with you, Hake. Yeah. I love talking, I love talking to you, Hake. And, you know, I think it's a marker thing to say that you love me, right? Yeah, of course. If I love anybody... I love Pedro. Yeah, and we... <laughs> I think we can acknowledge the thing that makes us love each other. Whereas, say, if we were the two other people, say, say there's carbon copies of each other who do not have God in their life, and it's all about race. 
I think we could say if they were built in this culture today, that copy of me and you could not say they love each other. And I think that's a marker thing to notice there. Maybe, yeah, you might be right. I have more calls who want to get to you, but... I'll bring them on. Oh, bring yeah? Them on. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Really? Okay. My yeah, favorite caller uh, from Dayton, Ohio, the sundown town, Maze, you're on with Pedro. How are you doing, Maze? Hello, Pedro and James. Hey. Well, Good. Uh, How are you, Maze? To... Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm glad you took race out of it because you see they get mixed up when they get to putting a brace in it and saying one race is doing this and one race is doing that. It's about them robbing God of his law, which he left laws on this earth for people to follow. Do you think that they follow his commandments? Do you think they would be better Christian people than call themselves Christian? But then they like like they do devilish things in the name of Jesus. Uh, I think you're so correct in your line of thought. He I think, said, "Love thy oh. neighbor as thyself." So if you're not loving your neighbor, you don't have a Christian heart. Correct. If you got that, if you got a neighbor over here sitting here looking at road race or what this race is doing, sitting, black people <laughs> do not sit around and talk about race because about harmless Caucasians. Yeah, they teams. are. The heck- they have them in their family. They have them in their families, and they treat them just like they treat any person like them. Like it says, "Love thy neighbor." You think Y'all blacks have, have love? You mean? You think blacks have love, Maze? Do I think? Yes. I know they do. <laughs> everybody, everybody has love. That's hate. no problem. No, you, they you don't. Have, Most you, people do not have love. But hey, white people hate. don't think. That, hey, white <laughs> people don't think that. They can't see that and don't want to hear the truth. It's just like Miriam when uh, when 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 Miriam became uh, a pillow of stone because of the, the. That's when the race was in the Bible. But uh, <laughs> God's law left on that love thy neighbor as thyself. So if you can do that. You you too bright and can't understand it, and your bright people can't understand it. But they always want to rob God of His law. Maze uses bright instead of dumb, she, which doesn't make so sense. But she's by ro- bright, she means dumb. Of, <laughs> if they don't, are they robbing God of His law when they're not following His commandment? Are you following this, Pedro? Pedro, uh, it, the, uh, just let me McDonald's it back to you. <laughs> are people robbing God, God as they if they're not following His commandments? Yes, right. That's the question. Are they robbing him of his Christian? Yes. Yes, I, so I would say. You have I, I would say heart. if you're directly sinning against the law of God, you're therefore separating yourself against Him, and you're, you know, you're in sin. So yes, oh, you're so correct. that's why I've been. That's why I've been trying to convince James Hake and all the rest think it's about race, but it has nothing to do with it. It's about the heart. You, well, you I don't think. Well, this is why I would bridge you both. You're correct. It has nothing to do with race. And Hake, I don't want to misrepresent, doesn't think it's all about race. He thinks race is a factor that should be talked about, right? Right. Now, at the level that you talk about it, though, Hake, is where I disagree, where you say it, it it's a major factor. It's not a major factor. It's minute, it's minute and minuscule. And how I marker this is, if it was so important, we would be able, like I did before, to lay out a plan my four-step plan is very simple, but it's very ambiguous on this plan of, okay, how do we... My two-step plan is even simpler. Okay, what's the two-step plan? <laughs> Remember, tell okay, the I truth and let God have his way. Leave. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Maze May is here. Okay. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Maze. When, when, when I heard you discussing abortion, I'm like, when it comes to abortion, I don't want no abortion because I'm not getting one of those people. Being, but as how many men are getting vasectomy so they can not have children? Well, no, it's too not. many. You can be fruitful and multiply. So you can't be fruitful and multiply. And if you're trying to do what, I mean, you know, changing your body over to be a woman, you still can't be fruitful and multiply. 
So that's why I'm Correct. saying, why don't this come into the equation when you have an equation about abortion? Why don't you bring those things? Vasectomies, how many men? Vasectomies are not a big problem. Like abortion is a big problem, oh, it is man. A big problem. It's, they okay, came out, came all right, you start a show and preach against vasectomies no, and I'll no, support you. Man, is, I'm actually, I'm so this is, a, this, is a, this is a position where if you're, if you're saying, um, you know, why do, not, do we not talk about men clipping themselves, right? I'm, I'm against that categorically, right? Well, right. But do I have a strong, but do I have a strong, ar- do I have a strong argument to give you for that? No, I can only go to the point where life has been conceived and that's going to be inside the woman. Isn't that what it takes to conceive In your baby? face, man. Uh, if he get, if, if, if he get <laughs> on a, uh, by second man, he can't have a baby or if he turns over to be a woman, he can't have a baby. So Neither of us are, nobody here, can't. nobody on this show, including most of my, my, yeah, I don't want anybody to clip themselves. I don't want anybody to clip themselves. That, yeah. Maybe I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just concerned about the conceived wife. And and then you will get a good understanding from me because you leave out part of it. That's that's not that because one can't do it by themselves. You have a good day, Mace. Yes, you have a good one too. Have a good day, man. (laughs) Oh, do you have time for one or two more callers? Um, Uh, let's take let's take one more. Okay, cool. Richard in San Francisco, California. Watch out, guys. Cover your ears, kids. Richard, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Fine, thank you. You're on with Pedro. Dude, why do you guys talk so much about a religion? You guys act like you're in a cult. Uh, we're Christians. Yeah, we're Christians. Yeah, that's what that. <laughs> that's basically what religion is. Are you on a speakerphone, man? The... No, I'm not. All right, stay close to your phone. There's wind next to me here. Let me help you out. Let me see if I can fix that for you. Yeah. So, okay, why do you talk religion? I mean, you basically explain why you talk question? religion. Yeah, I'll go just ahead. answer the question straightforward. It's because I don't want to see this gentleman from California burn an eternal hellfire. He doesn't want Dude, to see him no burn, Rich. thing is hell. Why do you guys <laughs> keep bringing that up? You guys believe uh, uh, Well, so we know like you believe that, sir, but God is a very real concept. Or not concept. God is being, a very real concept. And you li- you are you are un- you, currently what's happening right now, caller. If I have to tell you the truth, you have the wrath of God abiding over you. Right? Oh my God! I'm about to get shocked by lightning. Funny You're in a cold could, could be at any moment. God has the full capacity to take you from this world and what put you under His judgment. Yes. Pedro? But right yeah. now. Yes, he's Pedro. extending you Pedro? grace and mercy. Yes, by having you on a call with me Pedro, to say, "Hey, if you turn you? away from your sin and you turn to Jesus Christ, all is forgiven." So I have to join a cult to be saved. You're already you've already joined a cult, and that's why you're in, in hell right now. No, 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 yeah. no. I have to join a cult. Cult. Like, you already did. What we say. Well, well, you you get out of your cult, so you could be saved. You have to get out of your SJW cult, cringe Reddit bro cult. Yeah. Hey, can we take another caller? Because I was actually yeah. enjoying the previous two callers. Okay, I think cool. this guy is spurring. Richard, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have Come a good day, Richard. Time. He doesn't want to answer the question? No, he doesn't. Uh, Joe in Phoenix, Arizona is on the line with Pedro. Go ahead, Joe. Phoenix, Arizona. What's yeah, up, good, Joe? <coughs> good morning, Pedro. <laughs> David, I'm coming why, to you next, man. The reason why James wants to talk about race so much is because that's how he makes his money. Both he and his mentor, Jesse, they make their money by stereotyping, denigrating, and insulting black people daily. 
Lie. Oh, come on, man. It's we don't lie. need to just. We don't need to. We don't need to just. Slant come on. What, do you have a question lie. for me, sir? Do you have a? It's one hundred percent true. If you listen to a show for even like a couple of days, you'll, you'll see that I'm telling the truth, Terry Grill. He called into Tattletale on Hague. James and Jesse. does not love you. He hates you because you're black. Uh, he loves to lie about black people and stereotype them and denigrate them. That's how he makes his hate dollars. But I love him because he's also Hispanic. True. And that's see, there it is. <laughs> I'm making a joke out of you because your point is a joke. Even Pedro doesn't believe the the mess, the silly tattletale mess. All you have to do is, is, is listen to them. You'll hear them. You will hear them say that black people are violent. Most black people are retarded. Most black, <laughs> black people are, are thugs. These are all words that they have said. Is that true, Hake? Uh, Don't lie, Hake. Don't lie, you piece of crap. Don't lie. <laughs> Why are you so crazy, Joe? Um, I don't know. Close. It's, it's oh, close. I don't know. Yeah, close. Yeah. Get Pedro. I'm 100% right about that. Okay. Well, I, I, w- I would say this. This is the bridge, I would say. Yeah. Caller. What's, your, what's your name again, caller? Joe, supposedly. Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe, hey, man. I think, um, hey, it is good to not like when people are profiting off of creating turmoil. Yeah. Period. But the way you approach um that would be in a manner that's honoring to god it's specifically in uh philippians chapter two the demons like we're supposed to follow the example of christ on how we're going to conduct these conversations so while i hear the passion in your voice and why Uh and why i can resonate with you on some level i would say instead of attacking hank attacking jesse create a conversation like i have today create a dialogue to say hey man can we examine these things on the table and see if they're congruent with God's word and yeah, don't come take away what we take away what we uh, don't God have. You, and hate, buddy, but, I, I've tried that. I, I've called hate for many, many years. I've tried many different approaches. It all comes down to the same thing. They just denigrate, lie about, and stereotype black people in general. <laughs> Always anti-black, anti-black, and anti-black. I've tried every approach possible. I agree with what you're saying, Pedro, mm-hmm. that these guys are evil at their core. Joe, I mean, uh, Pedro, did you vote for Obama? Uh no. Oh, there no, I don't vote for Trump? I didn't vote that. I don't think I voted that year. Oh, okay. Shame you... on me. Shame on me. No, I mean I failed, I failed that year. I know, but I, I mean what was the choice? Is Romney or McCain? I, I would want to, I would have really, I don't know. I looking at McCain, I wouldn't want to be like <laughs> I think Did you so, vote for Trump? So here's a fun topic. I would never ever not vote. Why? Because if I don't vote I'm pretty much handing over the reins to the devil himself. Yeah. You well, have to a, vote. That's what Joe from Phoenix did. He loved Obama and hated Trump, even though he's a black conservative. <laughs> See, he's lying, he's lying again. Uh, I never ever said I loved Obama. I just talked about his track record. That's all I've ever done. Well, um, I appreciate it. We're, we're, I, I have to end pretty soon with, here with Pedro, Joe. I appreciate your call, man. Yeah, Have a good day, Joe. Know, know, know who he is. Know who his real heart is. He's not here to help black people. He hates we'll, you. We'll, we'll keep, and we'll keep trying. Have, have, have we'll keep trying. Day, we'll just keep trying and being right. cordial. Uh, Pedro, man, appreciate hall monitor, says Chris. Yeah. Um, there, there's so many people who want to talk to you, but we've been, we've gone way over time, and I have other callers who need to talk about other things and things. Right. So let's close out now, and we'll talk more against another time. Um, tell the people how to find you and the crucible and all that stuff. 
Yes, my name is Pedro once again from the Crucible, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you so much for coming on to the Hake Report. I very much like this gentleman. I hope to see him in the gates of heaven one day. Our platform, The Crucible, is dedicated to making a battleground for the truth. It is all in the name. It's a crucible to where you come in with your ideology, whether that's in a pre-prepared opening statement or just a full-on blood sport, just go. You're going to be fighting your position, creating a conflict where in the midst of that tension, the gold comes out. Whether who's we're going to know who's telling the truth and who's telling the lie at the end of it. My co-owner, Andrew Wilson, is probably one of the best debaters I've seen online. No doubt. Love him. He's definitely uh, the one who made this all possible. I am only a helping hand that was just lucky enough to grab onto the coattail and get in there. So all, all due credit to Andrew Wilson. Thank you also for, um, you know, if you ever do tune in, tuning in, just remember to come and just subscribe, like the channel, share it with your friends. Thank you so much for having me. And guys, if listeners, viewers, if you go to the heekreport.com slash appearances, I have uh, my links to the Crucible, my appearances on the Crucible. I talked about sexual morality with Vosh, individual freedom versus Bastiat or Bastiat, Zionism and the role of America with Israel on the Crucible, systemic racism versus tomfoolery on the Crucible. I think you were involved in that, I think. And uh, rap and culture. So I do uh, encourage checking it out. And thanks again, um, Pedro. I appreciate that, man. No problem, Hank. You have a nice day. All right, you as well. Take care. Guys, we are at the uh, well past, almost at the bottom of the hour. I have more calls to get to, and I don't know as far as how many uh, of these clips that I'm going to get to with Sleepy Joe being so evil. But it's time for some music. Let's listen to the hidden cameras. I do disavow the hidden cameras, but uh, let's troll you this month with uh, not morally straight music for False Pride in False Identity Month. So sick, so wrong. And David in Portland, Oregon, I'm coming to you next, man. I appreciate you hanging in there. Um, but here's the hidden cameras, and I disavow. <laughs>
Well, wasn't Allahu Akbar music. <laughs> yeah, not good. But thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Uh, Based America First with the Super Chat says 40% of law enforcement agencies, including uh, cities LA and New York, failed to report their annual 2021 crime data to the FBI for its nationwide crime report. White privilege must be preventing them from reporting the dramatic increase in white crime. Interesting. Noah's Ark Kansas says with the Super Chat, for that swarthy guy, donating seventeen seventy six. That swarthy guy, why did the apostles go to other nations to spread the message and set up local churches there instead of bringing all the converts back home to build a mixed Christian nation? Asks Noah's Ark, Kansas. Oh, man, I missed that super chat, man. He gave it 32 minutes ago. Oh, but thanks, man. Appreciate that. Uh, Hydro says, if you get rid of race, we don't have to point out that blacks commit the most crimes. (laughs) Yeah. What a mess, per capita. Anyway, um, I have to get to David in Portland, Oregon, patiently waiting uh, since the basically the top of the first hour. David in Portland, how are you doing? Hey, hey, call as well. How are you? Doing well as well. Thank you. I have some uh, funny service here. Can you hear me well, though? Yeah, you're, you're coming through well now. Well, uh, since after that uh, interview I listened to, I have two things to mention now. But sounds good. Uh, first one about the emotions, and next one about the race. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, or fake. Say again. What's fake? I'm, I noticed that emotions are fake. Yeah. How? Do, what do you mean? Explain. And how did you notice? Because you can snap out of it. Yeah. Just be happy. But, <laughs> yeah, but when you're still. There's nothing to snap out of, so it's real. Yeah. Uh, how did you come about noticing that? Because I, I, I noticed to feel so good to, to pity myself, feel bad for myself, play victim about myself, and feel so good, but then I just wake up and realize, what the hell? Whoa. I snap out of it. I'm like, that was all fake, but it felt so real. Sorry, kids. Yeah, that's cool, man. Right on. Uh, how did race. you snap? How do you do JLP's silent prayer, or how did you? Oh yeah, nice. Right on. Yeah, um, and about the race, it's funny uh, when somebody asks me what race are you, or ask somebody what race are you, they always bring up the con- the name of their country. Yeah, I know. It's not. I don't know how skin. I think that's. Anything to do yeah, I honestly think race. that's that's natural because <clears throat> nations was the name of four different races at one point, I think, because, indeed, the English and the French were different nations, and, um, you know, the, the uh, blacks were from a different nation from the, from the whites. That's why we didn't really want to count them as part of our country back in the day. I say we, but the forefathers, they didn't want to count them. They wanted to send them back or, you know... Only if they really became men of good character. But they knew, they knew that this was a poison pill. You know, having this, this diversity thing in the country. So. Oh, oh yeah, because uh, 
conquer and divide. Yeah, divide and conquer. That's what communism does naturally is exploit the natural fissures in society, whether it's class, race, sex, LGBTIQ, morality, false morality, and all that stuff. That probably has to do with the big government also. I noticed uh, just for easy example, if you have children, and you give one of your kids something special, all the other rest of them, I want it too, I want it too. But if you have limited government, everybody gets simple, basic rights. Nobody uh, gets more or less than anybody. Right. Uh, and there's no divide there. I think we're, we have a spoiled nation where, a spoiled country, we're not a nation anymore, spoiled world where people can do evil and get away with it and get their lives subsidized with it, you know? Oh yeah, and about the the um, the man you had on, uh, Pedro. yeah, Pedro. Uh huh. Yeah, I also realized yesterday um, if you are walking through a forest and uh, you see people eating poisonous mushrooms, and you try to warn them, hey, stop it! It's poisonous. Stop eating! You slap it out of their hands and everything, and they just look at you, oh yeah, and they continue eating it. What are you going to do, sit down there and start crying? Oh, nobody's listening to me. They're right. eating this poison. It's kind oh, of playing mama. Walking. What's next? Yeah, let them... Yeah. And sometimes you need life. to let them take the poison. It's true. Yeah, live your life. These People are blind. They have to... The whole mission is to uh, focus on yourself. Realize you're wrong. It's yeah. all about saving other people. Right. Even my dad said... From his experience, he told me, son, support yourself. Don't ever support anybody else. Support yourself first. Yeah. How can you support somebody else if you if you can't take care of yourself first? Great point. Great point, man. Man, I appreciate you hanging in there, uh, David, in Portland. It's good to hear Anytime, from you. It, it, yeah, I had to share because it was so simple about the emotions. You can snap out of it. It means it's fake. Right. Yeah. That's cool, man. Thanks again. Stay still. Okay, guys. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Wow. Um, You know what? Since I did promise it, before I get back to calls, let me show you this uh, disgusting display over here in uh, 2015, June of 2015. Obama White House showed the rainbow. This was... June 26th, 2015, for Obama, the rainbow White House, according to the Washington Compost, was a moment worth savoring. Seeing the White House illuminated in rainbow colors Friday, last Friday night, this is reporting June 30th, was a moment worth savoring. That, that's pretty disgusting. Uh, Politico, White House set aglow with rainbow pride. A glowing with pride, writes Adam Lerner, an unchristian journalist, which is a propagandist, writing for the far-left extremist anti-American, anti-white outlet uh, Politico. Same goes for uh, Washington Compost. The Obama administration bathed the north side of the executive mansion in rainbow-colored light to celebrate the Supreme Court's Friday ruling in Obergefell versus Hodges, which guaranteed us imaginary constitutional right to imaginary same-sex marriage, which doesn't exist, across America. 
The lighting was, de- was done, according to a White House f- official, to demonstrate our unwavering commitment to progress and equality here in America and around the world. Globo homo. Making everybody follow the false religion of LGBTIQ, uh, false pride in false identity, and all that mess. They went from pushing Christianity into the world by way of the, uh, the amazing and possibly good, I'm not sure. Uh, what were those called? The Crusades? Were those good or bad? I don't know. Maybe a mixed bag. Violence on many sides. <laughs> Very fine people. Um, he, Obama called it a victory for America when the so-called Supreme Court pretended that um, they could redefine what a marriage actually is, which they can't. Uh, they blasted an email, the administration, Obama administration, blasted an email from Jim Obergefell, one of the plaintiffs, pretending to, that he has a case in the Supreme Court. And then they featured the traditional White House emblem tinged with rainbow colors. Disgusting. So wrong. So USA Today and everybody else was... And they put, love wins. People held balloon letters reading, love wins in front of the White House. That was 2015, seven, what is that, seven years ago? So sick. And now today, or, you know, yesterday, Sleepy Joe pushing this mess. Can I play a few of these clips? Let me just play a few of these clips, guys. Uh, Here is, let me jump down to clip 12A. I'll skip, I'll skip that teacher for, I'll show that teacher to you next week, the Florida kindergarten teacher who, who laments that he has to keep his children arm's length. Disgusting. Um, clip 12A, here's a sleazy Joe, two minute long clip. I'll probably want not play all these clips, because I do want to get to calls and stuff. But here's sleazy Joe complaining about um, attacks on trans women of color. Hmm, who is attacking those so-called trans women of color, which are, which are not natural women? (laughs) Put it that way. This is during his executive order thing, advancing LGBTQI plus equality during Imaginary Pride Month. This Catholic, sleazy, fake Catholic. Here's Sleazy Joe signing his executive order. And it's not straight at all, not moral at all. Here it is, NBC. My message to all the young people, just be you. You are loved. You are heard. You are understood. You do belong. I want you to know that as your president, all of us on this stage have your back. We have your back. Today, I'm about to sign an executive order that directs key federal agencies to protect our communities from those hateful attacks <laughs> and advance equality for families. My order, my order will use the full force of the federal government to prevent inhumane practices of conversion therapy. This is oh, the yeah. first time. This is the first time the federal government is leading a coordinated response against this dangerous, discredited practice. <laughs> you the executive can barely order read. will also support mental health for ch- children by addressing bullying and suicide and making our schools safer. Addressing the nation's mental health crisis is a key pillar of the unity agenda I announced in the State of the Union address. 
Unity My executive order also will take on discrimination that children and parents face in foster care. I'm also going to support. Sick. 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 Also support gay adoptions. Older adults so they can age with dignity. And also, there's a That's lot phony. there that aren't. Dignity. And we'll also do so much to protect and support our fellow Americans. But Congress has to pass an act as well. And that's the Equality Act. Equality Act. Here he is signing this thing and watch who he hands and it to. Give a pen to everyone who's part of this. But I only have one with you today, and Mr. President is yours. <laughs> oh, what? Uh. Now you know that's phony. That's not equality. This guy, like, gripped his... his his chest or breast, and he's all, oh, <laughs> what a girl. What a girl. You know what? Let me blast through these clips, and then I will get to the calls, because I think I have time. Clip 12B, here he is pushing his fake unity agenda, and then he turns around. You know, he mentioned the unity agenda, which I mentioned with uh, Pedro. But uh, then he turns around and targets the, those upstanding young men, or possibly feds, but I think they were upstanding young men, uh, young white men organized, as, you know, the Patriot Front guys, whom I talked about earlier this week. It's 31 white supremacists! <laughs> and this is from Global News YouTube, and it's funny, because Global News YouTube says, Biden signs executive order to fight anti-2SLGBTQ state bills. 2SL? 2SL? Two S, I think that means two spirit, which is the American Indian double gender thing or whatever. What? What is Global News Canadian or something? Anyway, here's uh, another two minutes of Sleepy Joe Biden. He's so entertaining. He must be black on the inside, which he is. Here it is. Today, I'm about to sign an executive order that directs key federal agencies to protect our communities from those hateful attacks and advance equality for families. My order, my order will use the full force of the federal government to prevent inhumane practices of conversion therapy. This is the first time. Conversion therapy. The I never even heard of it. The federal government is leading a coordinated response against this dangerous, discredited practice. The executive order will also support Dangerous. mental health for ch children by addressing bullying and suicide and making our schools safer. Addressing the nation's mental health crisis is a key pillar of the unity agenda I announced in the State of the Union address. My executive order also will take on discrimination that children and parents face in foster care. Just look at what happened in Idaho last weekend. <laughs> 31 white supremacists stopped just before they reached the Pride celebration where they apparently plan to unleash violence on people gathering peacefully in a show of their pride. I'm grateful for the swift response of law enforcement. And they responded. They responded. Violent attacks on the community, including ongoing attacks on transgender women of color, make our nation less safe because the attacks are more than ever last year, and they're on pace again this year. They're disgusting. <laughs> and they have to stop. Right now, there are young people sitting in their bedroom, doors closed, silent, scrolling through social media, staring at the ceiling, wondering <laughs> if they'll ever be loved. 
ever marry. I just, we owe so many people. And my message to all the young people, just be you. You are loved. You are heard. You are understood. You do belong. And I want you to know that as your president, all of us on this stage have your back. We have your back. Wait a second. I've only ever heard of this conversion therapy from the extremist, leftist, liberal media, and demon rats. I call them demon rats. Never heard of gay conversion therapy. Uh, maybe one guy. We had one guy on who maybe was for it, and he's like an ex-gay guy. Nice. But hardly ever heard of this thing. Guess it wasn't an issue. Um, last thing, last thing, 12C. It's from the New York Slimes website. All these headlines were all about this radical homosexual thing. Pride is back at the White House. See, Obama administration all over again. Joe Biden endorsed imaginary same-sex marriage before Obama did. At least out openly, out in the open. Uh, Biden accepted... And it's funny because the New York Slimes articles, you know how the New York Slimes tries to put a dot after every uh, abbreviation? So they put, instead of LGBTQ rights, they put L.G.B.Q.TQ, oh, TQ, whatever, T.Q. rights. So arrogant. Stubborn, arrogant, pretentious snobs that they are. It only highlights the ridiculousness of all these letters, the credulous, gullible, artificial acceptance of evil and perversion and delusion that this gay agenda is. So sick. Anyway, here's, here's Sleazy Joe being phony, and the people are not falling for it. They don't like him. But here it is. Signing the thing. Signing the thing. Last year, we hosted this event, uh, and the message is simple. Pride is back at the White House. Black on the inside. No one knows better than the people in this room. We have a lot more work to do. A lot more work to do. I don't have to tell you about the ultra-MAGA agenda attacking families <laughs> and our freedoms. 300 discriminatory bills introduced in states across this country. In Texas, knocking on front doors to harass and investigate parents who are raising transgender children. In Florida, going after Mickey Mouse, for God's sake. <laughs> Violent attacks on communities, oh, yeah. including ongoing attacks on transgender women of color, make our nation less <laughs> safe because they attacked more than ever last year, and they're on pace again this year. They're disgusting, and they have to stop. To You're disgusting. Young people. Just be you. Anyway, you that's the third time you've heard this. You are heard. Mess. You are understood. You do belong. Uh, we have a lot more work to do. That's typical, because they're never happy. Never happy. He, in the prior clip, he was talking about um, equality for families. What does he really mean? He's trying to take away real families and replace them with fake families. So wrong. So sick. Let me get to DJ in North Carolina. Been on hold for some time. Callers, I'm getting back to you. How's it going, DJ? I'm doing great, Hey, How about yourself? Doing fine. Thank you, man. 
Yeah. So, the first thing I think I wanted to start off with was uh, I want to know uh, instead of celebrating Gay Pride Month, will you uh, will you celebrate Decent Black uh, Decent Black People Month? <laughs> is that what is that what June is going to be? Decent Black People Month? Yeah. Okay, yeah, nice. That's what that's what I'm trying to make June because I, I'm tired of seeing all this stuff. I want it to be Decent Black People Month. Nice. We don't get enough credit. Yeah. And then instead of Juneteenth, you guys celebrate Father's Day. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. I appreciate yeah, I, I that. Because uh, right now, June makes me want to spit. <laughs> right, don't spit in the studio now. <laughs> I know. I'm in JLP's studio. I can't spit here. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think they push for Juneteenth because, you know, there's so little, you know, black fathers in, in the home. They said they wanted to celebrate something. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but main, especially, uh, what's it called, that caller, Joe from Arizona, and just about any caller that calls in emotional to Jesse with the Hake report, y'all got to realize that, like, that Hake and Jesse, when, when you're real men, you use common sense, and you use a keyword that we used to use in my old job. We used to call it keyword car. So they're calm, aggressive, and relaxed. That's what real men are. When they reply, things like that, they don't get emotional. They don't use all these stupid studies from these doctors and books. Yeah. They use common sense. They use real morals. So that's why when you call in all emotional, even if you call in all these different types of approaches, you're all going to get the same approach because they're not going to change. And it's, it's so easy to defend good. That's why you're calling all emotional because it's hard to defend evil. Right. Yeah. That is true. And they're intellectual and emotional. I've never heard... Well, I have heard Joe a little bit like that. Joe from Phoenix, who called in accusing Hake and Jesse of hating Pedro because Pedro is part black. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, it's, it, that's a fair point. You're right. Men are to be calm and even and straight uh, morally and straightforward, straight up. Yep. Absolutely. Calm, aggressive, relaxed. And my last point I had to make is when uh, Sleepy Joe was talking about how to fix the mental health crisis, what you got to do is, for one, leave the kids alone. Yeah. And for two, uh, stop confusing people. Because you keep pushing all these, all these agendas and people can't even keep their morality and all that type of stuff. Uh, if you go look at a mental institute, most of those people, it's going to be two things. It's going to be crazy or, or three things. They're going to be crazy, they're lying, or they're all confused. So I'm like, so if you confuse people, you're going to push them towards, towards suicide and all these other you know, mental problems, things like that, when they, they just won't let people be and just live their life and let people raise their kids the way they want to. Yeah. Man, I appreciate it, DJ. It's good to oh, hear from absolutely. you. Absolutely. De- decent Black History Month. Yeah, Decent Black <laughs> History Month. <laughs> so that's, that would, who would, who would your, who might you highlight? Jesse Lee Peterson, uh, Alan oh, West. Oh, for sure. Uh, and uh, I forgot. Uh, uh, I can't think off the top of my head. The one that started the Uncle Tom book. What's his name? Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Larry Elder, right? Oh yeah, Larry Elder, solid guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I can't think of some off the top of my head. I just thought about the month. Yeah. But uh, nice. I definitely, I'm definitely might need to get it printed on a shirt or something. Stir up a little bit of cool. a little bit of crap. You know, it'd be okay. Right on. Yeah, we have Booker T. Washington. Seemed okay to me. Um, I wasn't around back then, but he seemed like a pretty solid guy and sensible, down to earth, hardworking. But anyway, oh, yeah, 
DJ, I appreciate it, man. Have a good weekend. You have a good one. All right. Take care. Wow. Let me check these Super Chats, guys. It's sick. Um, man, I feel like there was something that I wanted to say. There was a point that I wanted to make. Um, you know, there's a lot of phony things in the world. The January 6th committee was having their hearing. Um, that January 6th most uh, committee against the mostly peaceful capital protests, the Patriots who stood up for our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. Uh, it's so phony and contrived. Oh my gosh. And I think I have a picture of the, um, I think I put a picture in the main folder of the J6 committee with Benny Thompson, this black guy who supported black insurrectionists back in the day. So isn't that rich? Dumb communist. Sorry, kids. Swearing in witnesses yesterday, Thursday, at the hearing on the attack at the U.S. Capitol. This is a photo that I saw in the CNN thing. And look at these motley crew, not to be confused with the great band, I guess. Were they a great band? I don't know. Um, of lame, phony politicians. Lofgren. Is Lofgren the name of that woman on the far left? Uh, I think that phony guy, I don't see him there, but... Uh, uh, Shifty Schiff, um, um, Liz Cheney, daughter of Dick Cheney. Liz Cheney's worse than Dick Cheney, I think. Adam Kinzinger, the rhino. That guy who's, I think his son died. He's a Jewish guy. I'm blanking on his name. Jamie Raskin. Ooh, <laughs> makes me shudder. A uh, sleazy person. So a bunch of phony, evil people. <laughs> Nick thinks I might disavow the band, that band. <laughs> Motley Crew? Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and, and these are same people uh, are similar to the ones, and that yes, they're semi-patriotic people like rhinos and Trump himself, who did not stand necessarily with Julian Assange. The establishment hates Julian Assange, who is not an American, but he's being charged as like a spy with a bunch of counts for his WikiLeaks. Julian Assange did the WikiLeaks thing. He helped expose the evil DNC and the evil Hillary. But prior to that, in like 2010, I think he exposed that the mili- our supposed American military, well, it is our American military, but led by phony evil politicians, did some air raids and killed like civilians or something like that. And I think that uh, this do-gooder who was in the military, Bradley Manning, Exposed that to WikiLeaks, leaked it out to WikiLeaks, and WikiLeaks leaked it out, and it, maybe it got some Americans killed, I don't know. If that's happened, I'm not for that, but it also showed that America is not this do-gooder country when we're meddling, we being the so-called American establishment, meddling against uh, the, the, um, in these other nations, and then we bring in these other nations as refugees into America and then they turn around and hate white people and their children end up uh, committing terror attacks in some cases. Is it right? Children of refugees or immigrants or whatever? Second generation Muslims? The first generation's all grateful. They show up at Hillary rallies and then the second generation shoots up the Pulse uh, gay nightclub. (laughs) 
over in, uh, where is that, Orlando? Everything's fake, not morally straight. Cult followers, fake. And you'll find cult followers everywhere. Everywhere. Check yourself. I have a little update, oh, on this cop killer. And I don't have time to play it, but it's time for me to end the show. But I did hear a little update. You know how I hoped that the cop killer did not kill himself, but that he was shot and killed by a cop? Well, he was shot, according to my friend, a friend who texted me. And uh, he was shot by an off-duty cop, but then he shot himself, so he killed himself. Well, whatever. And I heard that it was a male XC cross-country coach who had those children, those young high schoolers, put individual rose flowers at the memorial for those El Monte cops whom, whose death I've covered the past couple of days. Rest in peace, Michael Paredes. Rest in peace, uh, I'm blanking on your other name, but I will play uh, Joseph Santana. Joseph Santana, rest in peace. I'll play, I may play that report for you guys next week. Anyway, guys, uh, The Fallen State is uh, coming up in about an hour. And then, of course, Nick's stream. Last week, I gave you fake news about Nick's stream. But still, check out Nick's stream. You can support him on his YouTube channel or you can support him on angerbabytips.live. Take your pick. Um, Thanks, guys. Take care.